Luke chapter 6, verse 27. I'd like to begin reading there. But to you who are listening, I say, are any of you old enough to remember or did you ever hear of a good brother that used to preach in the church back in the 50s and 60s, Brother Marshall Keeble? Any of you know him? A handful of you do. Okay. He was, he was infamous for the expression and the question in the middle of anything he was preaching, are you listening? I don't know if you ever heard him preach, but that was his thing, man. He would be preaching along, and I mean, he would get into it, and, he, and all of a sudden, he would just stop and say, are you listening? And so are you listening? Here's what Jesus wants us to listen to. Love your enemies and do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you and pray for those who mistreat you. If someone slaps you on one cheek, turn to them the other also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Give to everyone who asks you. And if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners, expecting to be repaid in full. But love your enemies and do good to them and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. And then your reward will be great. And you will be children of the Most High because He is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Be merciful just as your Father is merciful. So my question for us this morning is, are you listening? Are you listening to the words of Jesus in these few little verses of Scripture? Because they really kind of fly in the face of how the world around us expects us or teaches us or would anticipate how we would react to anyone in any given circumstance. Are you really listening, though, to the words of Jesus? He says, love your enemies and do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you and pray for those who mistreat you. Did any of you happen to see the Speaker of the House and her comments this week about her attitude toward the President of the United States? She prays for him every day. I only take her at her word. My prayer, truthfully, is that she does. Now, they have major differences in Washington. Did you know that? Huge differences between both sides of that aisle. And I pray to God that we don't ever have those kinds of differences in a church. But he says, Jesus says, love your enemies and do good for those who hate you and bless those who curse you and pray for those who mistreat you. How's that working out? I mean, we don't like this. This doesn't, this doesn't set well with us. This ruffles our feathers and there's nothing about this that we enjoy. Because frankly, if somebody does something to me that I don't like, or I know that they don't like me, I don't want to give them the time of day. I don't want to be around them. I don't want to deal with them. And I sure don't want to pray for them. May God have mercy on their soul. 
That's how we are sometimes. And yet that's not what Jesus is asking us to do. We all know the golden rule, right? Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Seriously? Have you ever been around a preschool playground and watched the kids in the sandbox or on the swings? Have you ever seen three and four-year-old kids do this? That's mine! He took my stuff. Any of you have two children at home at the same time? Does that sound like anything you ever experienced in your households? He got my stuff. He said this to me. He touched me. It doesn't get any different as we get older. We just say it in different ways. But Jesus asks us if we're listening to him. And if we're listening to him, he's asked us to treat others the way that you would want to be treated. We'll have an invitation song when the sermon is over and all of us can come forward and we'll say prayers for each other. Because I know, as sure as I'm standing in front of you, um, we don't always live like this. Give to everyone who asks you. Seriously? I haven't got my Lexus yet. And I know somebody two weeks ago said something about if somebody wanted a Lexus, just ask. Somebody said that about communion. Didn't they say that? I'm being facetious, but I want you to realize that there are people all around us who need things. Sometimes they ask for things, and guess what? We don't give it to them. You're not deserving. I see how you live. Don't ask me for that. Or worse yet, we say, well, I don't have it to give to you. Somewhere, I remember reading this in the Bible, it says something like this, God is able to make all grace abound to you so that you would have all that you need for every good work. I think it says that in the book, yes? This is yes. This is no. This is yes. It says that in the book. So why is it? What is it about us that keeps us from being willing to give to anyone who may ask us? Or better yet, if someone takes something from us. Had the most amazing experience this weekend. Lynn and I went to Mexico. I hadn't planned to go on the trip. She was going to go with some friends of hers that live over near where we were that are part of the Murrieta Church, and she was just going to go down, and then she said, hey, would you like to go? We can take some things for the city, for the Oasis thing, so I did, and then it worked out great. Well, while I was gone, I had the blessing of being the recipient of an email from Microsoft. I sent it a computer a few days ago to get it replaced and repaired because it was not doing what it was supposed to do, and they sent it to me. They FedExed it back to me, and they delivered it to my house on Friday night. I was in Mexico. And I got home Saturday. Guess what was not at my doorstep? Somebody took my computer. We were driving home last night as we were coming into the neighborhood. The FedEx truck was delivering more things, more packages in the neighborhood. So I just pulled right in front of that dude. And I stopped and turned the flashes on in my car. And I got out of my car. And I said, hey, buddy. I didn't say it like that. 
I didn't say it like that at all. I went up to him. I said, hey, just wanted to ask a question. I said, did you deliver a package to this such and such address? He didn't remember. I mean, he's only got, what, how many thousand, two packages a day to deliver right now? He didn't remember my house. He's like, man, I don't know. He's like, I think I delivered on Sun City Boulevard, but I don't remember where I delivered. And I don't have the manifesto because blah, blah, blah. And we had a nice chat. He said, is there anything we can do for you? I'm like, probably not. FedEx doesn't have liability. But there's someone in Menifee who has a really nice Surface Pro right now. (laughs) And it works great because it's brand new from the company. I don't think I'll see that again. So this morning after church, after we do our meeting, Lynn and I, we're going to ride over to the Microsoft store over in South Coast Plaza, and I'm going to talk to them about purchasing another one. Because I probably won't see that one again. I was not happy yesterday. Ask her. But you know what? I got over it. You want to know why? What else am I going to do? Hold a grudge till I die? Come on. That's not what Jesus asked us to do. That's not how he asked us to live. Do unto others as you would have them do to you. Are you listening? What credit is it to you if you love those that love you? What credit is it to you if you do good to those that will do good to you? What credit is it to you if you'll lend to others expecting something in return or paid back to you? What credit is that to you? What good does that do you? What good does that do anyone in the church if we expect full repayment of everything that we give? You know, God has called us to do things. He's called us to give ourselves away. He's called us to die. We talked about this in the adult class this morning. We're all seeds that are to be planted in the ground, and when the seed goes into the ground, in order for it to produce more seed, it has to do what? It has to die. What good does it do us, any of us in the church, any of us in the kingdom of God, if we are always expecting something in return? It's more fun to do stuff and nobody even knows what you do. You know what I'm saying? It's more fun. Have any of you ever been sitting in a restaurant and you see someone across the restaurant from you or across the table from you or some, this little couple or something over there and you, and you speak to the service and say, hey, bring me their ticket. Have you ever done that and you pay for their meal? Have you ever done that? Have you ever been standing in the line of a grocery store somewhere and, and, and there's somebody behind you? Or better yet, this is even more fun. When you're in the drive-thru at Starbucks and there's some dude behind you that seems to be really impatient about getting his coffee and you tell the server, hey, go ahead and ring his up here for me too. You ever done stuff like that? Freaks people out. They don't know what to do with it. They don't even know how to, they don't know how to reply to that. But it's fun. Now, it might cost you some money. But truthfully, how much of it are you going to take with you? When we're done here, in this world, and we get buried in a box or whatever we're going to, how much are you going to, you're not going to take any of it with you? Do good to them without expecting anything in return. That's one of the most amazing lessons. If we would ever embrace that and live that way, that Jesus could ever give to us. I don't need to get anything back. I think, I'm pretty sure, somewhere else in the book it says this. It is more blessed to what? Give than to what? Receive. Do you believe that? Are you listening? 
And if you believe that, are you living like that? And is there anything about your life that would cause someone around you to say about you, that person is truly one who loves to give and never expects anything in return? Our reward will be great because God is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Isn't it amazing what we expect of others. I think it's alarming and sometimes surprising what we expect of others. You know, this is a tough time of the year. It's called the Christmas season. You know that, right? It's December. Two and a half weeks, it's Christmas Day. Do you realize that there are people all over the country right now who are shopping for gifts? Sometimes for people they don't even like. And yet they're shopping for these gifts. I was in Target last weekend. Saw the most amazing thing. There were three people arguing. Can you believe it? But do you want to know what they were arguing about? Who gets to take the last book? They weren't arguing about it's mine, it's mine, it's mine. There were three people, three different families, and they were all standing there fussing and fuming. and Not, not, not really fussing and fuming, but they were all having this kind of lively conversation about who should be the one who gets to purchase the book. And you know what they did? All three of them, you know what they did? They just left the book on the counter. And none of them took it home. I started to walk them and say, hey, thanks, guys. But I didn't, I didn't need the book. It was, it was like some Disney book. I don't even know what it was. But they just all walked away, and it was amazing. It was amazing to watch three grown adults have a heated conversation about who's not going to buy the book and then leave it. For the next person. Being kind in an ungrateful world is what Jesus has called us to be. Because truthfully, think about this with me. How grateful is most of the world that Jesus even came? I mean, think about that. How grateful is most of the world that Jesus even came? Most of the world that we live around, they, they don't even know what Jesus did. They don't even really know what the season of the Christmas season is all about other than it's, it's, it's lights and it's poinsettias and it's the Christmas trees and it's giving gifts. They, they don't even really know what this is all about. And yet they're listening. Whether they know it or not, they're constantly listening to the message. Let there be peace. I've come that you may have life. So are you listening? Jesus closes this little conversation with, be merciful just as your Father is merciful. And being merciful is when you and I don't give somebody something that they might actually deserve. That's mercy. So I just encourage you and challenge you to listen as you go into your world over the next couple of weeks. Because there's a whole world around you that are hearing Christmas carols. And they're shopping in stores that are full of pictures and and things that you can buy 
of the nativity scene of baby Jesus and Mary and Joseph and the wise men. And all, they're, they're just everywhere. And there's these expressions that are plastered all over things. It says, Merry Christmas. Are you listening to the people who are around you and what they're saying? And in listening to their stories, can we respond with mercy? And can we give to those who've never asked? Can we give to those from whom we can never expect to get anything back? And can we share and be a kindness to others, knowing full well, knowing full well that may be the only act of kindness they see today? There's this song that we sing. It's a Christmas carol. And the title of it is, Do You Hear What I Hear? And I want you to sing this with me. Because I want you to leave here with this thought embedded in your mind. And maybe you won't be able to get this song out of your heads for like three days, which will be great. Because I want you to listen to all of the things that are going on around you. And I want you to recognize opportunities this week and next week and the week after that of how you and I can place ourselves in a position in someone's life where we can do something to them totally unexpected, totally out of the ordinary that will cause them to see just a little bit more of who Jesus is. Let me invite you to stand as we sing this song together. I'm going to try to lead it, and then Brandon is going to come and lead us in another song after that, okay? Let's sing. Don't go to open my eyes yet. Go back to my PowerPoint. See, I told you she was going to mess with me. <laughs> Said the night when to the little lamb, do you see what I see? Way up in the sky, little lamb, do you see what I see? A star, a star, dancing in the night with a tail as big as a kite. With a tail as big as a kite, said the little
There's a world around you that are hearing the message of, hey, Jesus is born, and there's a reason he was born. May we all listen, and may we all share and give to those who can give nothing in return without any expectations to receive something from them. May we truly share the spirit of this season because we are already children of the King. Brandon's going to come and lead us in the next song. And as we sing this song, if we can pray with you in any way to encourage you to allow your walk to be closer with Christ, we invite you to come and let us know. Let's sing this song. Open the eyes of my heart.